in any direction that it chooses. Meaning to say that there comes a time where there's no cheshbonus. There's no question of, okay, how, exactly how much time on the clock do I have to communicate to Hashem, to Davin, you know, I have, okay, a half hour, come here and I leave there. Kamayin libech means each of us should try to have times of total openness in such a way where there are no boundaries at all, at all, at all, just be. Lose track of time. Lose yourself in Hashem. Lose yourself in His Fodidus. I'm sure Eliezer has told you all about talking to Hashem in your own words, right? Without a sitter. Of course, Shachris and Chamar are very important. But according to the Rambam, really, the essence of Tefillah, as it used to be long before the Andrew Knesset came along, was just everybody would go and just talk to Hashem. That's Mamash what Tefillah, the Etzem, the Etzem is. Ezo Avedesh of Alev, Avi Aymer. So Tefillah. And in Ispodidus, you get lost. You get lost, hopefully, in these beautiful fields right over here. In the environs, I think. That's how you pronounce the word. Environs, I don't know. But over here, in the suburbs, you can, you can, you can walk in fields and just sort of lose yourself. <coughs> and lose yourself. Lose yourself in your openness. Everybody wants to know, where's the Pnei Hashem? How do you encounter Hashem? Where is Hashem? And the saddest, saddest, saddest thing in the world is that when kids are growing up, 
and these parashas are all about children. The Holy Tzius Mitzrayim is about children. Because if it's not for children, so what's the point of getting out in the first place? And children are our future. Everything, everything in Yiddishkeit is about children. And the saddest thing in the world is that there's a time in a child's development where they stop being open. Up until a certain age, mamish up until a certain age is the level of openness kazeh where it doesn't matter who they're in the presence of. Like the Magna Mazurich told his Talmud, I think he told Rabbi Zusha, that you can learn certain things from babies, from infants. And one of those is, is that when the infant needs something, it cries. Adults are already chachamim, but the baby knows it needs something, what's the first thing it does? It just cries. It doesn't start to think, what's this one going to think of me? And, uh, you know, it just, no cheshpoin, it's kamayim libech. The baby needs something, he cries. So that's the highest madriga there is, to be totally authentic, to be totally open. When you need something, ask for something. Go to HaKadosh Baruch, there's nothing too small. I mean, Achman was talking about his spodudus, and Ramnasen had a broken shoelace. And he needed to go buy a shoelace. He came to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe said, no, talk to Hashem about it. Ramnasen Ramnasen was like a little bit like, talk to Hashem about a shoelace. You know, it's like, I'm sure Hashem has better things to do this time. You know, he's running the world. Ibn Achman was very sharp. Bechlal, he was very sharp. Both Ibn Achman and he was very sharp. He said, is it beneath your dignity to speak to God about a shoelace? Meaning to say, it's not about Hashem's dignity you're worried about. Meaning, it's below, you think you need to come with a tefillah and ask Hashem for big madrigas, it's below your dignity. You could ask about a shoelace also. That's where you're holding, that's where you need like a baby, you cry. That's good. But then, kids get a little bit older, and chas v'shalom, it should never happen. But it happens, it should never happen. That a kid could get bullied in school, chas v'shalom. And kids could say something that, that's hurtful. I give all, all of us a bracha be'ez Hashem to bring children into the world, the right time. Mm-hmm. And I give a bracha be'ez Hashem that when we are raising our children, we should have the kalim to give our children the confidence that they need. Amen. Children, they might be super hurt. Have your mom is hurt. It's out. It's recessed in the park, and their mom is hurting. Their mom is hurting. But they've gotten chas v'shalom. It happens. They get to an age where they don't. They don't let it out. They don't express it. They keep it bottled up inside. They put on a very tough face. They pretend everything's okay. And inside, their mom is torn apart. And then, if they haven't grown up too much, then they come home. And the second that they see the face of their mother, the face, isn't that? The face of the mother and their father, they break down. But Nebuch, Nebuch, what happens? Kids become teenagers, Nebuch. And what happens when they become teenagers? Even to their mother and their father, they don't say. And the mother and the father can think everything's okay because my kid is, is either always happy or always sad. It's the second. And, and the kid is just not opening up at all. How was your day? Good. Really? Really? Your day was good. <coughs> Sometimes you get the sense there's something more, but the kid is so closed. And the Bisham Mikdash that exists between parents and children is so broken that the place where heaven and earth kiss is, is hidden. It's gone. There's no kasher. And the same exact thing is true about our relationship with Hashem. 
There comes a point in time where we, where we close off, we close off, especially now that we have to hear news like this. We can close off. We can, you know, grin and bear it and carry on as if we're not shattered into pieces, as we have it together. As if the guitar is not out of tune. And we just pretend. And the main thing that David Malach is saying, Shivchi Be open to Hashem, be open, be open. Tell him where it is. Be open, he knows it, he knows it anyway. And Magad Mizritch told his Talmidim that he learned the secret of love from two beggars. From two beggars he learned what the secret of love is. He heard that these two beggars were sitting outside a pub and they were both Yodza, the Dalakaisis, and Purim already, Adelayada, they were mamish drunk. And they were sitting there with their arms around each other and they were rocking back and forth, they were singing, whatever they were doing out there. And one of them kept on saying to the other one, Ivan, I love you. I love you. You're my best friend. I love you. He kept on saying this again and again, he was singing a song. Ivan, I love you, I love you. And Ivan, says the Magad Mizrich, who like Tzadikim or was very perceptive to everything going on around him, wasn't rushing to the base medrash, wasn't running. This world is in the unfolding of Hashem. Everything that you see, pay attention to. It's a lesson, there's a message, there's depth. And so the Magad is watching this. And Ivan becomes very serious and he looks to his friend and he says, he says, you don't love me. He says, you don't love me. Because if you loved me, you would be able to tell me what's hurting me. You would be able to tell me where it hurts. So when you're trying to tell me that you're my friend and you love me, but if you're not plugged into where it hurts, I want to tell you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows where it hurts. Laman Achai Verei is a good friend. He knows where it hurts. Kodesh knows. He knows what we're going through. There's no reason to stay closed. Be open. Be childlike. Before our Kodesh Baruch Yehuda says, Eich Ela Avi V'Hanari Nenu How can I go back to Yaakov Avinu when I don't have the Yama with me? All that's what he can say. Avi is a Kodesh Baruch Yehuda is the Yehuda is the Jew. Eich Ela El Avi V'Hanari Nenu How can we ever dream of coming close to Hashem? If we let go of that child that we used to be. If we let go of the childlike simplicity of the Na'ar, the Kedusha. When Na'er means to shake awake, right? To wake up. There's a part of us that's wake, that's woken up. We have to tap into it, be open, cry out when you need something. Hashem knows where it hurts. You need a shoelace. Talk to Hashem about a shoelace. You're broken and confused because there was a tragedy in Yisrael and you don't know, you don't know how to carry on. Pour out your heart, Hashem. Go out into the field like Ma'ayim. Shibchi kamayim libeich. And the moment that you do that, so then, then you know, that's when you're standing in the presence of Hashem. Like the Kutzker says, where is God? Wherever you let him in. Oh, <laughs>
Oh, yeah. 
not the way that you expect the Pasuk to be configured, right? And it goes back, but that's not the way you read the Pasuk. You read the Pasuk, those who plant with tears, they reap with joy. But Rav Shlomo wrote this niggin based on a Belzer Torah, and the Tzadikim say, also you could read the Pasuk a little bit deeper. It's true, it means Hazarim Bedima, in accordance with the pain, so is the reward. A person that plans and a person that goes with, with tears, and it's even deeper because it's really Marumas on Amuna, which is why Seder Zroim is hinted to in the Pasuk. Amuna Sitacha, Amuna, Sechazal, Man Shabbos, is a reference to Seder Zroim, and Rashi explains the Mepharshim because planting takes a lot of faith. It's a mamish faith. You're taking precious seeds, you're putting it in the ground, you're covering it up. And it takes faith to know that this thing, to believe that this thing, <coughs> first of all, that rain's going to fall and that the seed is going to take root and begin to grow. So Azar Bedima, like also is a little bit the Pasuk, that Munas it's the same Pasuk. In the dark times, right, that Munas you have to have faith. Azar Bedima, you plant with faith and with tears and it's not easy. Then, Berina Yiksayru, so when it grows, you're going to reap with that much more joy because of how much effort it took to put in. That's what it means on a simple level. But the Zara Kaddish says that every single Jew has two compartments in his heart. And he says in one compartment, there's always a little bit of sadness. Always a little bit of sadness. Even though the halachas, you know, the halachas is really about like singing, about laughing. Different halachas, is very hard for us to, to be on that madriga. But it calls the base of the is destroyed. Right? A person's also the malis, uh, you know, the world is broken. The world is broken. You know, the world is mamish filled with with pain. There are people that are that are that are living in darkness. So we have a little bit always sadness that we could understand. But the Zara says there also is a place in the heart that always has to be full of joy. You cannot be a Jew without having these two compartments, and they're contradictory. But that's, that's, that's what it means to be a Jew, is to live like we learned Thursday night in paradox, right? That's what it means to be a Yid. We come from paradox. Avram and Yitzchak, Eishemayim, what it means to be a Jew. And so we have to have rejoicing and brokenness at the same time. Says the Belzareva, Hazoyrim Bidima Birina. It's not those who plant with tears will reap with joy. But it's Hazorim Bidima Birina. It's those who plant with a little bit of tears and also a little bit of joy. Yiksayru. They're the ones that will reap. So that's Pshat that he made this song in such a way. Hazorim Bidima Bidima Birina. Because it's both. You need a little bit of plugged into the fact that people are hurting and that our tragedies and Nebuch, there's loss and, and it's, it's excruciating. That's true. And we need to feel that fully. At the same time, at the same time, Berina, we need to know Hashem feared the valley. We shift into Amuna. Kadesh Baruch Hu, 
HaKadosh Baruch is running the world in a way that's unfathomable to us, in a way that demands that we enter into the consciousness of Shtika, Vayidam, Aaron, Shtoik, Kach, Allah, B'machshav, Shtoik. Through Shtika, this is how you get to the place of the essence of what it is to be a Jew, because the Chazal say, Gracious, B'shul Yisrael, Shana Gracious, Yisrael, Alu, B'machshav, Atchilah. That's the place of Am Yisrael. Essentially, we're born out of that place of Shtika. The place of Shtika, a very, very high place. That's where our shayrish is. And shtoik kach alu b'machshava. When a person knows the secret of silence, knows the secret of faith, knows the secret of holding many, many different emotions without needing to speak, without needing to express it, just to feel, just to really feel the emes, to go inside. And the consciousness of shtika, shtoik kach alu b'machshava. This is what gives us access to alu What gives us access, hey? This is the way that we have access into the realm of Machshava, which is the same place where Yisrael Alu Machshava. That's where we essentially are. Yehudim, 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 Yehudim. Yehudim. The word Yehudi obviously comes from the word Orda'a, comes from the word to give praise to Hashem, to thank Hashem. The word Yud, the letter Yud, always hints to something that's perpetual. Something that's always there. It hints to the future. Yud is always Hashem, the future. The Makrim Asher Yivchar Hashem. The Vesamitish is referred not to the place which Hashem chose, but which Hashem is perpetually choosing. The Makrim Asher Yivchar. The Baruch is always choosing that place. And so we need to understand to be a Jew means to be a Jew always. Yehudi. We start with a Yud. We're, we're always Yehudi. It's perpetual Jewishness. No matter what. Bein ba'aliyah, bein bi'irina. Both in the times of Hazar and Bedima, Berina, the nights and the, and the days, the winters and the summers, the mountains, the valleys, Yehudi. No matter what, it doesn't need to be a matzah where you're in a shas aliyah, where everything's going well and you feel connected to Hashem, your davening is strong and your learning is strong. And that's where I connect to Hashem. The truth is, this is what Rabbi Nachman brought to the world, which is very different light than the light of the other tzaddikim. Because the other tzaddikim, you came to them, and it was a bechin of maifis. You know, you came to them, you kvetched, and you told them that you're having tsar and pain, and the tzaddik looked at the, at the name, and he, and he brought about something in Shemayim to take you out of the, out of the darkness. And that wasn't Rabbi Nachman's way at all. There are very few maifsim that we say from Rabbi Nachman, very, very few, if any at all. Rabbi Nassim says we don't need to say over maifsim about Rabbi Nachman because we are all maifsim of Rabbi Nachman. It wasn't an Indian of Rabbi Nachman doing miracles and this and that. That wasn't an akuda by the Rebbe. Rabbi Nachman, that wasn't the Nikuta. The Nikuta was, he said, listen, ah, you're in brokenness? Let me show you that brokenness is also a path to God. It wasn't, uh-oh, we have to quickly run out of that. Let me show you that even in your matzev, here, this is a way to get close to Hashem too. Yehudi. You always, always, always find a way to connect. How? Tzfilah. Torah is already, you have to meet a certain bar. It's not so easy all the time to learn. Not everybody's capable all the time. We're busy, fast-paced lives, complicated lives. We don't have cheshik sometimes. Learning is very hard. And learning, there's like a level you have to be at. It's a place to enter. You have to be all in. But tefillah, this is, by the way, the secret of ping pong, which is why we're hearing the noise effect. This is what it means to be ping and pong. You know? No matter what's happening in your life. No, that's uh, a sound effect. This is an akuda. No matter what you're going through in life. No 
No matter where you are in life, no matter what you're going through, tefillah, tefillah, tefillah is accessible to everyone. Tefillah is always there for you. Rabbi Nachman says, you know what the ikra of Yiddishkeit is? The main thing of what it is to be a Jew? He quotes a passage from Yoyno, where Yoyno was swallowed up in the belly of the whale. And Yipasha didn't know what to do. And it was darkness, darkness, darkness on every level. You can't even imagine. I can't imagine such a thing. I don't know if it's real. Some sheet does. It's a metaphor. I don't know. Yoyno is in the belly of the whale. But the Pasuk says, he calls out HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he says, Mi sha'ol shivati. He says, I called out to you, mi beten sha'ol. From the pit, from the deepest pit of Gehenna, we call that in Tehillim, more commonly, mi mamakim kurasich Hashem, mi imke amakim, mi mamake haleh. From the deepest, deepest, deepest place, I call out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, tefillah is accessible to you. Karav Hashem, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter how dark things are, the emunas chavaleh is emunah, is tefillah. Hashem is always one word away. Hashem is always one word away. Hazer Medima Berina. Recognize even when it's a time of tsar, even when it's a time of brokenness, it's a time of, of terrible din, terrible concealment and hiddenness. Shivchi Kamayim Libech. And the Mela all of a sudden bitom. Hashem is wherever you let him in. One word away. One word away. One word away.
Ha 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 
Ah, ah, ah. 
Yeah. 
don't have any actual Lachaims here, but take Lachaim on water also. Lachaim, Lachaim, thank you. Lachaim, Lachaim. So it's a special idiom on Matzah Shabbos to say to support Sadiqah. Uh, it's a special, special thing I want to shop is to stay stories of tzaddikim. Every week is a new world. It's Mamash a new world. Because there's a cycle of seven. And the cycle begins with chesed. Because the Pasuk says, Oilam chesed yibane. Kaddish Baruch Hu builds the world, creates the world with chesed. That means that every week, when it comes Yom Rishon again, it's a brand new world. It's a brand new period of time, brand new segments. Fresh, 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 fresh. Starts again. And you need strength. You need strength in the beginning. It's not easy. Because beginnings ordinarily come after a whole lot of ends. And you need to find the strength to start again. And the Koyach of just comes... Specifically, when you're able to look back and say, okay, whatever was, was. Right now, in this moment, I'm able to make a new beginning, which is why Rav Nassim says that the whole side of Bereshis, because we know that the end of the Torah and the beginning of the Torah are bound together. And so it's not that the Torah begins with Bereshis and it ends with Le'enei Kol Yisrael at the very end of the Varim. But in fact, these two things are absolutely bound together because... Bereshis follows Le'enei Kal Yisrael. What was Le'enei Kal Yisrael? Says Rashi, what did that mean? All these wonderful things that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to do before the eyes of Am Yisrael. Say Chazal, it's referring to the Shvir of the Luchas. The Moshe Rabbeinu threw down the Luchas. Terrible, terrible brokenness. Luach, the Luchas are connected to the heart. Kasseim al-Luach libech. Elev is a Luach. Lave, the consciousness records everything, everything, everything. And there's the Bechina of Kasim Aluach Libacha, Shvir Saluchas, where there's a broken heart. There's a broken heart. Now, Yiddishkeit is so amazing because Arin Luchas Veshivri Luchas. The Arin contained within it both the whole Luchas, the Luchas as well as the first luchas, because the deepest secret of starting again is to know that it's not stam, that whatever was, was, you know, what can you do? It's a bidiyeva, and just throw it away, it's nothing. And then I start fresh, give you a new slate. No, it needs to be clear to you and me that every new beginning is built on the foundations that were laid and the lessons that were learned. No Jew ever to return to Hashem fresh, mamish, fresh. You take things with you. You take things with you. You take things with you from the past. You take things with you from the mistakes. You take things with you from what you learned along the way about yourself, about the world, about each other. Yisrael is the shvir of the luchas. The luchas are broken. And then comes the secret of the next word. It's the next word because the end of the Torah is bound up at the beginning of the Torah. The next word after laying and call Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the luchas, our heart is shattered into a million pieces. Right after Mount Torah, we still can't get it together. It's not stam, like a little bit, we came to Shabbos late. We mamish avoida zara, shuta is that, it's that wild thing. Thanks so much for coming. Wild.
Shvira Saluchas. Terrible, terrible Shvira. Says Reb what's the next word? Beratius. Beratius, you start fresh. Start again. Not start again like nothing. Start again with everything that you took from the brokenness. And that's why the Aaron cannot just contain the whole Luchas, the fresh start Luchas. The Aaron needs to contain the Shivri Luchas as well, the broken Luchas. Beratius is not just the beginning, because then it would just say racious, you know, it was the beginning. No, beratious. Says the Zarka, there's Tikunazar, Bez racious. Two beginnings. Always two beginnings. There was never just a beginning that Mamish lasted that was just the first time you started. It's always got to be building on the old, building on the old. It has to be fresh, but it has to be connected to every step that you took along your journey. Until this point, Amechin Misadi Gavar, Kaddish Baruch is guiding our steps, everything, everything that we do. It's true, we have Bechira, Shalayasani Avid, but also Amechin Misadi Gavar. That's also true. Bez Reishis. of course, just among people, Yidim, that are connected to, to Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman said, Gor mein Zach is Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe says, my whole thing is Rosh Hashanah. So, such a deep thing for, for a Sadiq to say that like his whole thing is a Yantiv. What Shaykh is? All of us have all the Yom Tovim and we're connected to every Jew is Shaykh to Pesach and Shavuos. And so, what does this mean that like a Sadiq says, Ma? And he said, Lushayin is a wild thing. He says, don't think and HaGadosh Baruch Hu gave me Rosh Hashanah because I inherited it from the Baal Shem Tev, from my grandfather, no. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Natan Li Zois B'Matana. Crazy thing, Hashem gave me this as a gift. Sha'ani Yodei HaMazer Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the deepest day. Happy Kabbalah, Rosh Hashanah is the deepest, deepest days. Binim parts of HaMalchus, deepest day of the year. Deepest. Atikunim, Api Kabbalah. But on a simple level, the Rebbe's whole thing is Bez Reishas. Bez Reishas, the Tukun Azaz, Tukun Azar says, is Oisiyah's Aleph B'Tishrei. Is Oisiyah's Bereishas. Aleph B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah. The only thing is, is that it's a strange thing because there are two days Rosh Hashanah. My high, two days Rosh Hashanah, but they're not even two days, called Yoyma Richta. It's really one day, but it's two days. That's the whole site of Rabbi Noah Kaddish. It's one day. It's Mamash one day. It's one Sipur. It's two beginnings. Adkan. That, that's the Rebbe's whole thing. Garmain Zach is Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe says. Garmain Zach is Rosh Hashanah. Teaching Yidin how to start again. Teaching Yidin how each and every step along the journey is part of it. It's part of it. It's part of it. There's no Lechatchil. There's nobody of it. There's yearning. There's yearning. There's trying the best that you possibly can and striving. And when you're in a matzah of Aliyah, keep on pushing forward. You haven't gotten there yet. Go further. And if you're in a matzah of Yerida, Vatsiya Sha'ol Hinak Amibetan Sha'ol Shivati. Karav Hashem Lechol Kairav Karav Hashem Lenishpere Leiv Shivri Luchas. Kasvi Maluach Libecha. Why am I saying all this? My mamas don't know. Maybe there's somebody that needs to hear it. I know that I for sure do. But I guess what I was saying is that... So I guess, I guess what I was saying is that every week it starts a new creation. Every week is voracious. Every week is Elam Chesed Yibana. We're starting fresh. And you need strength. 
Every, every beginning needs straight. Kol has cholish kashas. It's hard when you start a new week. It's tough. It's a new week. It's a new week. It's a new week. It's tough. But here it's a little bit easier because we have this Christian thing called Sunday. You know, and it makes it a little bit easier because at least like you don't have to mamish start in the week with Israelis. That's it. It's that's it. Shabbos is over. It's no no Sunday. Back to the grind. Back to work. Back to work like a slave, like a like an Egyptian, you know, slave master. It's, it's very hard. It's very hard. So Lava Malka, we need Sipur Tzadik. And why? Because Sipur Tzadik can give us strength. Sipur Tzadik can give us strength. To talk about those that Mamish knew how to how to walk. Those that knew how to fly, the tzaddikim that said, "Hold my hand, and I'll carry you." The tzaddikim that guide us, the tzaddikim that my zeda, my great 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 grandfather, or Shmuel Shmaka Selisher, Schusi Avin Aleinu Atamanat Chasam Seifer, Shmuel Shmaka Klein, he was the first one to bear the Klein name. My son is, is named after him. The Heliger Shmuel Shmaka Klein said a taich once on the Gemara and the Anamakas, a few places it says. Bacha Bakuk Vamid Halachas goes their whole thing. Prince Sadiqim came, they boiled Yiddishkai down to numbers, certain numbers, very deep. Why those numbers? Why those Sadiqim? Bacha Bakuk Vamid Al Achas, Sadiq Vamunasa Yichya. Chabakuk says the whole Yiddishkai is built on one thing. Pasuk, Sadiq Vamunasa Yichya. The Sadiq lives through his faith. And the Mufarshim append to that, the Pasuk and Tilim, where David Amal says, The whole Yiddishkai is Amunah. Everything is Amunah. And if we have all the mitzvahs in the world, but we don't have a munah, we're missing it. And the whole thing is faith. All things that we're trying to build a consciousness of living with Hashem every minute of our life. In the base medrash, out of the base medrash, in shul, out of shul, at work, at home. Bechol drechecha de'eyu, it's emunah. Chol mitzisecha emunah. So the Pasuk literally means, tzadik v'amunah that the righteous one lives through his faith. But Maizeh said, and he wasn't a wrestler, and he wasn't a chassid even, he was very close with it, the Rechaim of Sanz. I actually have it, we have, I don't, I don't have, my father has a Ksaviyad, where he wrote a letter, just to tell you about my Zedis Madrega, he was defending the Divrei Chaim. Divrei Chaim, there was some achlekes the Divrei Chaim was in, and my Zeda wrote a letter defending, like, coming to the, coming to the aid of the Divrei Chaim of Sanz. My father has that handwritten Ksaviyad. So my Zeda said a touch like this. He said, the Pasuk's not talking about Amuna. And he says, that's not what, that's not what Chabakuk was saying. He says, You know what you say, you know what, what Chabakuk boiled the whole Yiddishkeit down to? Tzadik. The Bechina of Tzadik. Connecting to Tzadikim. Listen to this touch. When you believe in Tzadikim, it's coming partially. Not just faith in Hashem, to believe that Hashem sent Tzadikim to the world. Then you have a chance at living. Amazing touch. So, it's an Indian to say over Sipur Tzadikim to give us strength as we make a new beginning. So just a short story. See, Adua, the Balshem HaKadosh had a number of very close Tzadikim, very close, close Talmidim, or big Tzadikim in their own right, the Magnum is rich. Rav Gershon Kittaver, the Valshemta's brother-in-law, many other tzaddikim <coughs> that he had over there, or Pinchas or early, early tzaddikim, that place at that time. The closest, Amish, the closest Talmud of the Valshem was called Rav Yaakov Yosef of Polonia. So the Taldus Yaakov Yosef, the first 
Sefer of Hasidus ever written, one of the most difficult Sefer of Hasidus ever written. Deep, deep, long, deep, and Kabbalistic, and Aymek. It's called the Taldus Yaakov Yosef, which was written by this Sadiq. And it's known that he was a major, this is Mida, he was a captain. He was very, he was Gvura, Gvura, Gvura. Very sharp and strict and harsh and intense. The Taldus was Gvura. Now, in the town of the Taldus, because he was also a Rav, there was a Yid, simple Yid, like many of the Yid in there were, simple Yid. And this Yid, Nebuch, trying to make Parnassah whatever way that he could, and you know, some Yid, they didn't even have, like, they didn't have a thing that they did. They just did whatever they could. It wasn't like, what, what do you do? You know, they didn't have, they, they, whatever, whatever little opportunity they had to make a ruble, you know, schlepping pails of water one day and cutting wood another day, and whatever they could, like Rabbi Nachman's story of the fixer, right? Whatever they could, that's what they did. And this is what this Yid was doing. And he had an opportunity in a place that was a little bit further away from where he was on a Friday in Erev Shabbos to go and to, and to go and to, um, to make a little bit of money that he, could, that he could have money for Shabbos. So he goes and he miscalculated. And the, the, the job took far longer than he thought it would take. And he left way too late. And Mama, she came into Shabbos minutes, minutes, minutes to Shkia. Wasn't able to, to wash himself, wasn't able to change his clothes. He, Mama <coughs> came to Shul, Vachadik, and, and not like you know our clothing already, our Shabbos clothing that we wore during the week with our Shabbos clothing. Mamish Vachadik, he came in. And he was broken like you can't imagine. So what does he do? He needs a ticker. So he went to the tzaddik, he went to the tzaddik, Yaakov Yosef, booked an appointment, whatever it was, knocks on the door and he comes in, and he tells the, he tells the tzaddik what happened. There was a pigam in the Kedusha of Shabbos. And the tzaddik was, couldn't believe, couldn't believe to hear such a thing that he did. Came into Shabbos in such a way. And he told him, from now on, he says, first of all, you are not to take any job on any Friday ever again. I don't care if you're starving. You cannot take any, any job at all on Fridays. And he said, every Thursday night, you have to say the whole entire Sefer Tehillim. It's like intense things. It's poor Yid. Strong, strong guidelines. And once a month, the whole Thursday, you have to fast. Once a month. Every Thursday, one, one Thursday a month, you have to fast. Whole to hill and no jobs on Friday. And this Yid, if he was broken when he walked in there, you can imagine how he feels when he walked out. And um, he says he's going for a second opinion, you know? Because <laughs> this, he can't, he can't. It's just it's not. So he figures, listen, this is the Talmud. Let me go to the Rebbe. Let me go to the Balsham. So he saves up a little bit of money and travels to the Balsham Div. And he walks in. He tells him the whole story. He says, Rebbe, this thing, I took a job, Nebuch, we almost don't have any, any money to put food on our table, and I had, had an opportunity to make a few rubles. I left, and I came into Shabbos without any preparation, no covered Shabbos. And I came to the Toldos, and he told me all these things, like saying Sefer Tehillim, the whole thing, for Thursday night, and fasting, and, and not taking any jobs, and I, and now he sees the Balshamtiv is very serious, and now he's really shaking. Because <laughs> if that's what the Talda said, he imagine it. He 
he's gonna have to fast every Thursday and say the same Dalma every day. Like, he's mamish worried. And the Moshanta is very, very serious. And he looks at him and he says, he says, first of all, when you travel back to Polonia, where you, where you live, tell my Talmud that I want to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. He should come to me for Shabbos. Tell him next Shabbos I want him to come to me for Shabbos. First thing. And then he tells him, he says, forget, what, forget whatever he told you. He says, your Indian is your Tikkun. You're going to be in charge of lighting the Shabbos candles, you know, because they don't have lights. To light, go early, a little bit, a few minutes early, every Friday, go to shul, and you're going to light the candles. That will be your tick and cover chops. This, that he could do. Okay, so he leaves a very light heart, comes back and tells the Taldis, I was just by the Balshem, you can tell him why. He says, I was just by the Balshem, the Balshem wants to see you this coming Shabbos, he is inviting me. Taldis can't believe it, he's so excited, he's ready for airing Tikkunim on Wednesday, and he's fasting and saying Tillim and everything. And he is mamish repairing. Comes Friday, and he leaves Bashmar's at Boikar, you understand? Because told us Madrega, he needs time to prepare. Mikvah and all preparing for Shabbos. He leaves early, 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 hours before Shabbos on a long summer Friday. Hours, hours, hours early before Shabbos. And he sets out. Everything's fine. It's like the summer. All the roads are dry and clear, and it's beautiful. All of a sudden, Piton gets freezing cold, like frigid. The sky is covered with clouds, but not like great clouds, like rain clouds, white, like the winter. And Mamish just starts to snow. I can't believe it. He's, he's going out of his canvas, pallet. And first it's snowing a little bit, and then it's a blizzard, a blizzard, a few inches. Feet and feet and feet of snow as they're trying to get to the forest from Polonia to Nazareth to get to the Valshemta. <coughs> and he's trying to push the horses and convince the wagon driver to keep on going and it's muddy and at it. The conditions are crazy. Now, my utter la fela. Can't believe it. It's getting closer to Shabbos, closer and closer. His heart is broken into a million pieces. This is how he's coming to Shabbos. What can he do? He tried, he tried, he tried. It's out of his control. And Mamish, they get to Mejbish 10 minutes before Shabbos. He leaves the horses. It's going slower with the horses than with his feet. And he runs to the, to the, to the place where the Baal is. And he can't even find his way because it's so dark. And as he knows that Davin calls Shabbos, what he's missing, how dirty he is and, and muddy and wet. And by the time he finds the place where the Baal Shem Tov is, he runs in, and they're finished Kabbalah Shabbos, and they're finished Marev, and the Baal Shem Tov is standing, about to make Kiddush. And the Taldus burst open the door, and he's, he's ashamed, and he's all dirty, and, and, and he's in so much pain, so much pain. This is how he's coming into Shabbos. Hey, look at Shabbos. Nope, he's there. What can he do? Goes to a corner, does his Kabbalah Shabbos. After the Suda, he comes to the Vashemta. He says, My high. The Vashemta says to him, How do you feel? How do you feel right now? How does it feel to come into Shabbos like that? 
says, I'm mamish broken, mamish broken. There's so much pain, Rebbe. Moshe said, next time you'll be a little bit lighter on another Jew. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because the Balshamtiv told him, he said, I want you to know, when that year came to me, and when that year came to you, he didn't even need a tikkun. He was so broken that the brokenness in and of itself was the tikkun. Like Chazal say, the busha, the busha, the regret, the charatas itself, it's all the ganim in the world. It's just the brokenness that a year feels when we fall, when we fail. That, that itself is the tikkun, the biggest tikkun there is. Get back up, give the Keep on pushing. The Bajanta said, you know, he wouldn't believe me if I told you him that he was okay, so I gave him something to do, you know, to make him feel good. Next time it'll be a little bit easier on another kid. I don't know why this story popped into my head either. I, I'm Amish, I don't know. Um, should be a little bit easier on ourselves. Should be a little bit easier on ourselves. Rabbi Nachman says, Famously, if you know that you could break, then know that you could fix. Problem is, it's not really true so much, right? If you build something tremendous, it takes you tons of time to build it, and it's intricate, and it's deep, and it's just creative, and then somebody comes and smashes it, and you can rebuild it. It's not so true that whatever you can build, you can, you can, you can fix. Rabbi Nachman says it means something deeper. If you're still sensitive enough to know when you break something, you, f you understand that something was broken, you're still in the game enough to feel sensitive that when you, when you look where you're not supposed to look and you, it hurts, you know that that's not, that's not you, that's not where you belong. You, you still believe that you break something when you say something you shouldn't have said and it hurts you, you feel badly about it, and you, and you worry about it later in the day, and you say, I, you know, that, that's not me, that's not who I want to be. So you're going to be the person that can fix things. If you're sensitive enough, be a little bit easy on ourselves, be a little bit easier on another year. It's not easy out there. It's not easy in here. It's tough. It's tough. We need to strengthen each other, give each other chizik, give each other strength to make a new beginning, to go into a new week with tremendous, tremendous chizik. Let's do I don't know what time is it holding. I have a flight early tomorrow. It is Friday. I have a flight to go. 9.51. Yeah, so let's do one more niggin. And um, everybody should have an amazing week.